Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Funeral Boss Inc. Podcast. So this story has, um, it's going to kind of make you guys, I think, probably laugh a little bit, but also get you guys guessing and thinking, uh-oh, what would my family do? So everybody knows we live with our phone in our hand. We have pictures in there. We have messages in there. We have emails. We have access to all of our apps and everything, right? What would happen if you were to pass away today and your family had to go through your phone? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I think a lot of us would have a lot of surprise family members as they scroll. <laughs> but I had a story of a family that I served and the reason I thought of them was because the other day I was scrolling through TikTok and there was um, a funny trend going around with the voiceover and it's like a, like you're doing something and the crowd is telling you, you need to leave. You probably guys have heard it. It's very, it was really popular on TikTok. So there was one girl who did one and she's in front of a casket and she said, me at my husband's funeral. And she's trying to unlock his phone using the face recognition, right? So it was just funny. Everybody's commenting. So I commented, you know, this actually happened to me at the funeral home. I had a wife who requested something similar. So now I'm going to tell you guys that story. So, uh, you know, it's of course a very sad story. Um, it was a husband. He went out with some friends. He's having a great time. And there ends up being a shooting at the location that this gentleman was at, having a good time with his friends, guys night out. And he ends up getting hit by a bullet and he dies so his wife comes in saddest saddest story because here she comes in by herself to make the arrangements first she's pregnant she has two little ones and I'm just like whoa is there no one that's gonna come with you to support you and she said you know what all my family is in Mexico all his family is in Mexico and um, I just I need to get the ball rolling because people need to have enough time to figure out the dates and when they can travel here. And it was just the saddest thing in the world, you know, and well, it turns out, you know, they had a little bit of a rocky relationship. So we're going through the arrangement process and she's just venting. You know, I think I don't know if I was the first person that she can kind of open up to that maybe wouldn't judge her because I didn't know the whole story. I'm just hearing her side. But she starts telling me how, you know, she had a really rocky relationship with him. He would always go out and leave her home with the kids. And, you know, he wouldn't come home sometimes for a few days. And I'm just like, oh, how devastating. And now he's gone. And here she has to raise these three little babies all by herself. So, um, you know, part of when somebody is killed um, here in Los Angeles, you become a coroner's case, right? So his body was at the coroner's office. We had to go and bring him into our care. And then any property is um, part of like any ongoing investigation. So we, you know, it'd be rare that they would release anything to you if there was like something that, you know, would have to be turned over to homicide or different departments that are investigating. But, you know, there are some things that the family will get back. So one of the things that she got back was his phone. So um, the next appointment, she comes in, we're sitting together and she says, um, I have a favor to ask you. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, what, what do you need? And she's like, well, so she reaches in her purse and she pulls out his iPhone. And she, it was one that would be unlocked by the thumbprint. So I'm like, 
uh oh I know where we're going with this so she's like you know I've been trying to go through the phone and I just cannot I don't know the code and it's asking for the thumbprint to unlock can you please take it back to see if his thumbprint will unlock it and I'm like oh my gosh like I'm gonna I'm gonna unlock this chest of secrets and messages and who knows what right so by this time we already have him in our care he has been um, prepared and I remember specifically holding the phone going into the prep room so in the prep room we have like a it's under lock and key right you'd have to punch in a code to unlock the door to get into the prep room so I punch, punch in the code I go back there I'm standing in front of him and I told him sorry man I have to do this so I pulled his hand out I pulled his thumb out and then I power on the phone and there was no sim card he had taken the sim card out or somebody took the sim card out before the wife was able to get into the phone so I thought whoa she is never gonna know she's never gonna know what the heck was in his phone so I went back up there and I said um there is no sim card here and she's like oh I didn't realize that's what it meant I just thought I didn't know the code or something or I needed his thumbprint in order to unlock and I didn't realize the card was gone but oh my god you guys what would you have done what would you and it's funny because I remember um talking to somebody online and somebody said I don't think it would have won any it would have worked anyway if you tried the thumbprint because um it's like heat censored or there's something that our thumbprint is reading as while we're alive right but have you ever dealt with this situation? Have you ever had anything similar where a family came in and asked you to open the phone or go through the messages? I was like, oh, is this considered like an invasion of privacy? But you know, the wife asked of me, I had to deliver, I did my part, but this guy took his secrets to the grave, his phone, whoever had his back that night took the SIM card out and nobody will ever know what was in his phone. Stay tuned next week, guys, for another episode, another great real funeral story, short stories. We'll keep them coming.